Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Xbox Life episode 398. 4K and HDR have arrived. I am one of your hosts, Mark AK, Wingman709, and with me this week is a very special guest. His name is Christoph. Welcome, Christoph. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's Chris uh, Smith, Christoph on Xbox Live. Good to be here. Yeah, Ron was, Ron was tired, and Rob felt that family was more important than being here. So uh, Chris swooped in to save the day. I'm actually really glad that I, I actually had reached out to you last week, I think it was, or early in the week, yep. and said, hey, uh, I've got a special episode uh, I thought we are going to talk about. some, and I know, I know what you do uh, for your job, so I'm like, this will be a great opportunity to come in and talk about 4K and HDR and uh, let our listeners get some much-needed information they might need before the release of Xbox One S and the future Scorpio. So that was really good timing. <laughs> yeah, worked out good. Um, oh, I just realized that uh, my main box is missing. Uh, where's my TXL logo? There we go. So I'm doing everything. So sorry we're a little late. That's, that is Rob's fault, even though he's not here. It's Rob's fault. <laughs> because I had to go and set up more stuff. So I'm doing everything this week. So anyways, enough of that. Welcome again to 398. Two... I was telling Chris before the show, two episodes away from 400. I, I, I'm just, I'm blown away by that. I can't believe we've been doing it this long. And, and you, that's crazy. And I'm, I'm actually surprised you've been here since how long? Uh, show 20 or 21. I was thinking about it earlier today. It's been a long ride. It's been a good one though. That, that is a long time. Uh, and I, I tell you what, I can't thank you enough for, listening to us for that long i don't know why you still do one <laughs> for punishment man <laughs> you know the, the the thing was i i realized i think the first activity i ever had with your your website and everything was to complain because uh <laughs> so i'm definitely an xbox gamer right yeah i uh you guys had the uh the gamer card back in the day you know you could organize all that and you had the whole list of people that followed and we put them on I don't, it was a mygamercard.net or something like that. And you guys had a big push to have everybody enter their gamer tags and everything. And I gave you guys mine and you never put it in there. So I think I wrote into the show the first time to complain that you never put it in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I stuck around. <laughs> hey, you still here. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I remember those gamer tag, those little, yeah, those, those cards and stuff. That was, those are pretty neat. I hate that they got rid of them, but I guess we really, I thought don't, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I guess we really don't need them anymore, but. Uh, okay, so already someone in the, tw the the Twitch chat is saying they don't like your soccer jersey and you need to change it. Hey, no, you should <laughs> like my soccer jersey because I figured today would be the day to wear this one. Yes, and I'm not a soccer person, but I know that's a Seattle Sounders. <laughs> it is Seattle Sounders, and I will rep it even though they're probably the worst team in the league this year. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have watched a couple of their um, games this year since we've moved here. My youngest son loves soccer. So uh, awesome. we sat down and watched a couple uh, of games. And uh, I, I just don't get soccer at all, man. I'm He's like, why do they do that? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you are asking the wrong person. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> so we got him signed up for uh, – but it was pretty cool. He played his first year of soccer last year, and it, it was awesome. His very first game that he scored a goal in, he scored three. 
Holy cow. The crappy Hat part trick. about that is I was out of town on work and I missed oh, it. I was oh, so angry. But <laughs> I did see his very first basketball, uh, his very first basket in basketball this this past year. So at least I didn't miss that. But I did miss his first soccer goal and I missed his first three. Because wow. he had to go and do it in one game, but he has to he start is, with a bang. Yes, he loves soccer, so I think he goes. I want to say it's the end of this month. The soccer camp starts up, so he's uh, yeah. So I'm trying to. I might take him to a Sounders game maybe next year. Oh, just, he'll love it just for the heck of it. <laughs> you know, when I heard you were moving up to Washington, I you know I was thinking I was like, you know what, I I should get Mark a Sounders jersey because it's Xbox, you know, it's the whole thing. I was like, as a welcome to Washington thing. And then I went out and bought my own and realized how much they cost. And I decided I didn't like you that much. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I haven't bought one myself. I don't like myself enough. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so let's move on away from soccer. Um, it's still Xbox related though, like you said. And right. let's move into what have we been playing? So what have you been playing this week? Oh man, I'll stick with uh, stick with this week. Um, I've been playing. Well, I will go back a little bit just to give a nod to a really cool game that I played just a little bit ago. Um, have you heard of the the game Oxenfree? Yes, I have. So it came out earlier this year, and I picked it up because I don't. I've been on a more of a like a story game kick lately. I guess um, less action, even though I've been playing a lot of Overwatch, but that's entirely separate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that game is really, really cool. I was really impressed by it. It's uh, it's what they uh, they classified as a, a walking simulator type game. You know, it's 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 really mainly story, but it's a cool. Uh, it's a two D kind of side scrolling. Um, it's got a really cool art style, and it's like a, it's a neat story going through the relationships of like the different characters on screen. But there's also like a, without spoiling anything, there's like a. a a paranormal influence on the game too. And like some time bending stuff and some, some really cool, um, even a little like fourth wall breaking things that they do in that game. And I was really, really impressed by it. So if you haven't, if you haven't checked that out, it's definitely worth a shot. It's not super long, um, but it's got a ton of replay replay value the way that they present it too. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. We're checking out. Um, what else? I got back into rainbow six. I was on, on Friday, uh, Pretty much nobody else was on on Friday. <laughs> the one time I'm actually on Friday in uh, Friday Night Live, nobody else was on, but that's okay. Um, we got a couple of rounds in with a couple other guys I was playing with, and that, that that game's just great. I playing it again. I can't. I don't know why I stopped playing it for so long because Rainbow Six Online, like the Terrace Hunt and everything, is just phenomenal. Um, played a little bit of FIFA. Going back to soccer just for a second, <laughs> um, but then really Overwatch that game, great. They added that new character Anna. Um, she's pretty good, but everybody it, everybody is playing as her right now, so I kind of avoid her. But that game's just awesome. I'm excited to see what else they're going to add in the future. But that is pretty much it. All righty. Um, I don't have much. Um, I've been. Uh, I had family in last week, and then I wasn't around Friday night either because. I had to get up at three o'clock on Saturday morning to take my wife and family to the airport. And then later, a couple hours later, I had to take my dad to the airport. <laughs> it was like, I was exhausted. So I was going to be around Saturday night, but I ended up, I'm like, well, everybody's gone. I'm going to go see the new Jason Bourne movie. So I went and oh, did nice. that last night and then, uh, uh, came home and was, I did get on the Xbox, but 
it didn't seem like a lot of people around. Most people are watching TV or, you know, Netflix or something. But um, I've been playing, what I did play a little bit is Tumblestone. It's the free game that uh, came out uh, a couple weeks ago. And I like it, except it's, I'm stuck. I'm stuck at the end <laughs> of World 2, and I can't seem to get past it. It's You've got to clear, like, four puzzles. You have to do four successful puzzles in a row. And this one has alternating these these like stones that block your shots. So you if you hit a different one, then they they open up every other shot and then they close and open. So what I'm running into is I can clear one board, but then I get to the next one. It's like and it, the timing gets off, and then if you can't do it, then you you got to restart over. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to go any further in that game. I keep trying it, and it's not getting very far. Yeah, well, you made so. it farther than I did. I'm stuck at the beginning of World Two. That game hurts my brain <laughs> in, a, in a bad way. It's one of the games where like my wife will, uh, she sits next to me on the couch and she's one of those, she's a like bejeweled wizard and she, that's, that's the only type of play or the only type of game she plays. So she'll sit there and give me pointers and just make me feel stupid. Yeah. I like games like this and I'm kind of frustrated that it's gotten this difficult so early. Um, I felt like it, this should have been a little later uh, before it ramped up because i'm like i want to play more and i can't um i also found out there's a online they call it their i guess it's their multiplayer dlc it's like five bucks but oh, you really? can you can unlock um different modes if you pay the five dollars you can there's different modes there's like an endless mode and I don't know, there's three different ways to play um, plus you can play online but nobody's online so don't get it for that but uh, there are other options outside that main story but they do cost five bucks. But I, I gave the five dollars too because I like games like this. So, yeah, it's a fun game. It's uh, and it gives me that weird presentation feeling. Like maybe this was almost like a mobile game. It seems really bare yes. bones, but the gameplay is really fun. I did enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, I wish you could skip all the stupid little animated cutscenes. They're pretty um, awful. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So I I do wish you could skip that. But I guess now I don't have to worry about it. if I'm stuck where I'm at. I don't have to see them. <laughs> there you go. Um, and I've also played, and I can't believe I actually went to do this. I, this shows how bored I am with gaming. I got all these games and I love like rainbow six and overwatch. And I, you know, there's so many different things, the division, but it's like, I want to play with other people that I know. So mm -hmm. if the people aren't around then it's like, okay, what am I going to play just by myself? And I'm in a gaming slump right now. So I actually went and played need for speed. <laughs> now this nice. is, this is the one I ripped apart uh when the demo came out because of all the stupid videos um and also i think the driving is really horrible in that game um compared to like forza i'm just i play a lot of forza so i'm used to that and this need for speed is like you barely touch the stick and you're doing a 90 degree turn it's like come on um but i have been actually playing this just for something different to do and the, the videos are still horrible. I hate every time I got to go in and go through one of those. Right. So, but um, uh, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, let's see. There's, there's there's Rob texting me. Too late, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> He's welcome to join. Yeah. Tell us what we messed up on the audio. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he'll tell me. So, um, but no, he's not home yet. So, uh, okay. So that that's it. That's what I've been playing. Well, so let's move along here and get to the meat of the show. If I can get to my stuff. Whoops, went too far. So be sure that if you want, 
something is wrong with my application here. Because my screens aren't mess my they're not lined up correctly here. Okay, this should fix it. If you wish to be a patron of the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the six box life, I do believe. Um, this is a uh, this is a, a way to donate to the show every month. So you set up whatever you want, any amount that you want with a credit card, um, and they'll draw on it every month, and, and um, that comes to us. Uh, if you want to do a one-time donation, you can go to Twitch Alerts. I need to bring up my thing. It is uh, twitchalerts.com uh, forward slash donate forward slash this Xbox Live. This is a one-time only donation, um, and then, then your name will actually appear down there like uh, CFC Leo 10 on our stream okay so let's get into the round table so a couple of things a uh, couple short items here really there's not a whole lot of news again we're in that drought uh, let's make sure that doesn't start playing oh boy it's going to start playing i think yes <laughs> oh, stupid i even hit the pause um anyways disney infinity servers are shutting down in march of 2017 so the reason I'm bringing this up, oh, this is still going to run? Stop. Okay, good. Um, the reason I'm bringing this up is, is because I know a lot of a lot of people that listen to this show are parents. Um, and I know I think even Rob's got this game for his son. This is one I thought my kids would really want, but they were kind of stuck on Skylanders and they just really showed no interest, which I'm really glad of now because the game is basically being shut down. Um, and they're actually shutting the servers down, and they're doing it in March of 2017. So essentially, the online services and the community support across all platforms are going to be discontinued on March 3rd. Um, and people that are playing on Apple TV or Windows 8 and 10 version of the game will no longer be able to play the game from that day moving forward. So if you have the Windows version, you're, you're host. I mean, because it, it says you will not be able to play the game, period which I have a feeling they're going to be some class action lawsuits over that. Um, now, when it says, it's the first part of it says online services and community support for all platforms will be discontinued So on March 3rd. So I'm imagining the Xbox and PlayStation versions that they can probably still play the game in their single-player modes or their toy box mode, but um, there will be no online and, and stuff like that. So if you're considering getting this or you see it on sale this coming uh winter and just say hey this will be a great game to get the kids just know that most some of it if not most of it or all of it for windows is not going to work come march so you might just want to avoid it no matter how cheap it is so yeah um, community that, public service announcement there that's crazy i don't know uh I, I don't have any experience with these games. My kids are still a little too young to get into them, but uh, it it is crazy. I mean, I hope they have. I hope they're mainly a single player component instead of multiplayer because a Toys to Life game like that seems like it would have a really big tail on it. You know, where where you would continue to play it for a long, long time. So to shut it off that quickly just seems crazy. So hopefully, it hopefully they're mainly single player so they can keep playing them. Yeah, I think a lot of that stuff is because my understanding is like when you buy a character and it comes with like the play area or in other words, it's like the single player game created around that character that they can play in in that world. And I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe at least when the game came out, 
like you could play with Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean world, but you couldn't bring any of the other characters into that world, but you could mix them all up in the toy box area and then build your own stuff. So I, I think you can still do all that offline, but this really surprised me because it's got Disney behind it. They're now, they just recently put some Star Wars stuff out for this game, and then they like, they're, they, they just, they're, they're killing it off completely. And I'm just like, are, you know, are, are they not making money? Because I, I would think this would be a huge moneymaker for them. Um, unless everybody's just so oversaturated from what Skylanders did that they're like, oh, we're not even, you know, it's too, and it is more expensive even than Skylanders, at least uh, the characters and stuff like that. What I saw, they were more expensive. And I was like, that's why I chose not to get involved. I don't right. want to be buying all these stupid characters. <laughs> It's that Disney man. Everything's more expensive. So, with the with them shutting down the servers, have they already pulled this game like from retail, or is it still available to buy? Well, I heard that after they first announced it, that they the everything disappeared off the shelves. Gotcha. Um, but I've also heard that they're going to probably save it for like Black Friday deals, and you know maybe we'll see them pop up at Black Friday. But again, if no matter how cheap it is, the game's only going to potentially work or portions of it will only work for a, a little while yep so but all right let's see uh, bum 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 okay just making sure i was looking at the uh twitch chat here making sure i wasn't missing anything important so the next thing um we've got games for gold uh, today is the 31st if you did not get what is it? Um, what is the name of it? Bon Banner Saga 2. Today, the 31st, is your last day to get this game for free. So go grab it tonight if you have yet to do that. Uh, starting tomorrow, we've got some new games. Warriors Orochi 3 Ultimate will be available on Xbox One for the entire month of August. Um, starting August 16th through September 15th, we've got the WWE 2K16 will be free down the 360, which these are also now backwards compatible. Uh, from the August 1st through the 15th, you can get Spelunky. And then on August 15th through the 31st, you can get good Beyond Good and Evil HD. So uh, four games available for the Xbox One and two for the 360. So That's pretty cool. I think that's a good lineup. Um, I mean, I'm not, I haven't played a wrestling game since the N64, I think, but, uh, <laughs> um, beyond good and evil is a phenomenal game. I remember playing that a while back and that's one of my all time favorites. Actually, it's a cult classic and Spelunky I've heard is good. I haven't played it, but I, from what I understand, it's kind of like a super meat boy, very, very difficult game to play, but I've heard it's pretty good. So yeah, I'll download these, even though I probably will never play them. That's that's what I seem to do. I download all these free ones and never play them. So, except Tumblestone. That one was one I was actually looking forward to. <laughs> so. Alrighty. So, man, I hate I hate having to do all this. Uh, next thing is the Xbox uh, Summer Update. So, I've been in the preview program for quite a while. I'm glad that is over. And uh, now, the, so the last final updates have been pushed out. I've got the actual go live build, if you will. Um, some people, I don't, I don't, they just started pushing this out on what day was this? July 30th. So this was yesterday. So you may not yet have it. Um, it's rolling out in waves. 
I do know some people in our community were posting, I think, this morning or last night that they didn't yet have it. Um, just It is going out in waves, so you should have it by the end of the week, I'm sure. But uh, So the official, so if you've been waiting for Cortana, <laughs> she's on the way. But some of the things to expect in this new update, if you're not in the preview program and didn't get it, uh, background music is coming. Now, I know on the 360 you could have like music installed on your um, your your hard drive of your 360 and could play it. I don't know if that's going to be available in this iteration or this the way they're doing it because what they're saying is it, it brings the background music. It says what lets you listen to your favorite music in the background while gaming. and then But that's all they say. Then they say the Pandora app will launch as one of the first of many partners who, who will support it with Groove Music, iHeartRadio, and other apps coming later. So I, I don't know if you can play off of your hard drive or not. Uh, we'll, we'll have to find out. I guess I could try to put something on there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know 100% yet either. I tried Pandora, and I don't know if you've tried Pandora yet, Mark, but I couldn't get it to work. I don't. I think it's an updated one that's it's coming. I don't think it's live yet. But the uh, the closest thing I can think of, if you can't play it locally, would be to use uh, Groove Music if you have a local account um, to you know sync up sync up your personal music into Groove because it's like it's similar to iTunes in that regard, and then you should be able to do it that way. But I don't know I don't know if you'll be able to do it straight off of your Xbox's hard drive. So with Groove, can you can you use Groove to play music off your home PC? Yes. So that then that would be nice if you could tap into that library on your computer and play it through your Xbox while you're playing a game. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, cool. Awesome. I think that'll be what everybody's looking for. I do know there's a new Pandora app um, because it was sitting in my update, ready to update, which I don't understand that feature. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess background updates aren't working anymore because they now have an area where you can see what's ready to install. And you can go and manually install them now. Um, so I don't know. Uh, and they also have an update section. So, But I did see Pandora in there just the other day, and I clicked it to install it. So, uh, yeah, I would just go in and check that, see if you've got that new version. Uh, maybe that works. I could, I'll have to try that, maybe mess with it later. Uh, of course, Cortana is coming. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about that. The, the good news is, is you can turn it off if you don't want to and you want to stay with your Xbox commands. It's one or the other. It's not both. So you can either use the Cortana or use the Xbox stuff. They did improve the Cortana stuff, so it was working uh, about the time I switched back. But I just, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not a type of person to use all those other features and ask my Xbox to tell me the weather and all that type of stuff. I just, I don't need all that, and I, I just didn't like how slow it was, and I just preferred the Xbox commands that I'm come grown used to over the last three years. So. I'm back to using them, uh, so you can choose which way you want. Uh, they've got the improved game collection, so the when you go into your games and apps, it's uh, you can sort um, the tile size, and it'll show you a lot more games on your page than just like I think it was eight tiles before going from left to right. Now it goes up and down, and um, you can get through them a lot faster. I put it to small, so I've got like, is it one, two, three, four, six? I think there's like 20 games on the screen now something like that it gives you your numbers of what's installed on this you always know how many games you got installed so there's a lot of neat stuff they've done there um, language region independence um, xbox and windows store convergence are, are now part of it uh, there's the facebook friend finder and improved sharing on xbox one 
uh, and then some stuff for Windows 10 and then the mobile app. So those are, if you don't yet have it, you will soon. Uh, did you, are you in the preview program, Chris? Yes. Um, well, I was. <laughs> I <laughs> I got out as of today. I, once it went live, I decided I was done. Just because this last preview program, I've been in for a long time, and they've always been super solid. But this last one was really, really buggy. And my Xbox, I have in our main living room. It controls our TV, our sound system. It's our Blu-ray player. It's everything. Yeah. And it just became such a hassle, um, you know, with the rest of the family trying to get it to work. And it would just bug out every once in a while. I decided I was done. But um, I might I might try Cortana again now that she's fixed, apparently. But I... It, that was a really, really bad experience. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was pretty much with you. You know, when I heard that they were having the ability to turn her off, it was like awesome. You know, I, I have her on my phone. I have her on my Surface. I have her on my laptop. It, that's that's enough. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it on my Xbox. It's okay. Well, one of the updates, the updates where they first brought out the ability to use the Xbox commands, and I switched it back. About every, it immediately came up and brought up a pop up saying, "Do you want to enable Cortana?" And I'm like, no. So I went and said no. And, nice. and and then it was like, no lie. It was like two minutes later, it popped back up again. And it continued oh, really? to kept doing that. It just kept doing it every two minutes. You know, do you want to enable? Do you want to enable? So I went in. I had to go into their community forums and like, guys, this is popping up every two minutes. I keep saying no. And it keeps asking me. And it was a known problem. And they did fix it. Um, and I wasn't the only one to have it because people were going in there uh, right along my thread that I started and were chiming in having the same issue uh the weird thing is is one of the other people after they fixed it and someone from the team came on and said okay it's now been resolved um they said you'd probably see it one more time um because of the new update and then it's going to ask you as a default but then when you say no it actually made some setting change then to not ask you again and that did resolve it for me, but I did see another guy saying he was still having the problem. But I kind of wondering if maybe he didn't get the update yet, or his update was waiting to be installed and he didn't realize it. But um, gotcha. Or there's potentially yeah. another issue, but it did resolve it for me, and I've not had that problem since, thankfully. That's good. That's good. I actually didn't get that when I turned it off; it stayed off, and it didn't give me any prompts. But the, I think the thing that I'm excited for the most about this new update is the universal Windows platform. Um, where they'll be able to bring like Windows 10 apps um, directly to the Xbox. Um, I was, I had heard that um, there's a there's a YouTube app on like Windows Phone and on Windows 10 called MyTube. Um, it's an excellent YouTube app. It's it's a lot better. Um, from what I understand, it's a lot better than the native one that's on Xbox right now. Now one's going to be coming over soon. He's developing for it for the Xbox. So it's going to be cool to see all the new different types of apps that will be coming to Xbox and how differently we'll be using it a year from now. Yeah, I think in the future I might make the move back as well, but I'm going to let them do a lot of work on it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just comfortable with And it's weird that I used to use record that and take screenshots and I used to do a lot of that a lot more frequent. Now I find myself not doing it all, but I have gone back to turning it off and on with my voice. But even for a while, I had to stop doing all that. So it was kind of frustrating, but I'm glad they're back and <laughs> they're working. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get to the meat, and it's your time to shine. So Xbox One S comes out Tuesday. 
and there's probably a lot of people in in the the twitch chat that are actually maybe already have them pre-ordered um what i wanted to and i know that you are into the audio uh, audio video world that's your your expertise that's what your career field is so that's why i reached out to you so my question to you is i know the xbox one s is going to allow for 4k ultra hd video and high dynamic range and then we've got the, the Scorpio coming out late next year that's supposed to be able to support 4K gaming and VR. So my thought is, in the, for starters, let's talk about the Xbox uh, the One S, which comes out Tuesday. What I don't understand anything about TVs. To me, it's like it's HD, then that's all I need. But I know there's like 60 hertz, 120 hertz, 4K, HDR, there's... <laughs> There's a bajillion other LCDs. There used to be plasmas. Uh, I don't know. There's all kind of OLED displays. <laughs> I mean, now there's curb screens, and I oh my gosh, I don't. <laughs> to to me, the the layman, the normal consumer, I don't know what it means. So if I went and bought an Xbox One S, which I've thought about doing, am I going to have? What do I need in my TVs? Because I think I'm going to have to replace my TVs. What what do I need? in a tv to take advantage of the xbox one s well uh, i mean obviously first things first it's going to work with any tv that's out there right now any hd tv it's going to work just like that so you don't have to immediately you know go out and get a new tv just to play on it but you're absolutely right i mean to to get the advantages of it you are going to want to upgrade the tv if you haven't already to a 4k unit um and that's where it gets sticky <laughs> because there's there's just uh, almost too many choices out there. I mean, you have 4K and then you have the HDR and those are the two big things. Um, so with 4K, um, with the Xbox One S, you're going to have 4K video, um, which will be cool because you'll be able to stream movies, you know, through, through different apps like uh, Netflix. Uh, you'll be able to um, see some things through... Um, Amazon Prime, Hulu, I think those three all support it. I'm sure the Xbox Store um, for movie rentals and, and purchases will support it. Um, so that'll be really cool. There's not a lot of broadcast, if any, broadcast that I'm aware of right now that supports it. So for regular TV watching, it's still going to be regular HD. Um, but is, is, being that, a, is that 1080? Is that what regular HD is? is it is, yep. 1080, 720. Um, 720 you see less and less. 720 used to be reserved for mainly sports channels because it handles fast fast motion better. Um, but yeah, 1080i, 1080p is what you're going to see through most high definition broadcasting through like DirecTV or your cable company or Dish. So yep. And is 4K? Does that mean 4,000? Is that is that all that means? Is like 4,000 lines of resolution, like 1080? Four, yeah, 4K. It's it's not. It's actually. I'm gonna. I didn't. I didn't bring my notes for this test, unfortunately. Sorry. But I think it comes out to. I think it's the equivalent of. I want. I want to say 2160p. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's it's a huge jump over 1080. Um, but it is. It's. I mean, if you if you've gone into any of the stores recently, like your Best Buys or I think Walmart even has 4K displays on, and they they show them next to each other. I mean, the the difference is stunning. I mean, especially if you're close up. Um, it, it's a it's a beautiful picture. Um, and that's all. That's all just clarity. Um, like your 4K. It's just 
super, super clear, super precise. Um, the cool thing about the Xbox One is it's supposed it's going to support the. Um, you, you have the Blu-rays right now, which are you know 1080p and they're they're HD, and then what's just starting to hit the market is your Ultra HD Blu-ray, um, which we had kind of talked about before the show, which is uh, which is going to be your 4K, um, and that's going to be pretty much the best picture quality you're going to be able to throw on this guy and actually see through your TV. It's going to be better than any of your streaming apps and things like that. So um, that's going to look incredible. Um, And for what the Xbox One does, really, I mean, besides the game console and everything, having an Ultra HD Blu-ray player in there and being able to stream, um, it's actually positioned as one of the cheapest Ultra HD Blu-ray players on the market. I mean, you can go buy a Samsung Ultra HD Blu-ray player for right at two ninety nine, or I think three forty nine, um, for one of the smart connected Samsung Blu-ray players that has all the apps in it. And that's just a Blu-ray player with streaming apps. I mean, there's no gaming, there's no anything like that. So it's actually a pretty incredible value that you're getting with the Xbox One S. So if if people treat the Xbox One S like people traded the PlayStation 3, they should sell they should be able to sell a ton of these <laughs> just as yes. Blu-ray ultra Blu-ray players. <laughs> I think that's exactly what Microsoft was thinking on this. I don't think they they forgot the boost that yes we got from that. So <laughs> Wow. Cool. So okay, so a question that I have is when I'm looking at 1080p and I see some of these movies, sometimes I think, man, that is just like, it looks so good that it doesn't even look real. Are we hitting a point where it's like, it's getting so, so like, to me, it's like when they film a movie and they got these ultra HD cameras and they, and it's so sharp and so crisp. I'm like, is that what it really looks like to the eye? Because it doesn't look like that to me when I'm looking at it in real life. Are we getting like beyond what we can even visually see? In, in the, <laughs> well, what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I I absolutely do. There's a couple of different ways we can go with this conversation, actually. But we'll we'll go with the with what you're talking about the super crispness, you know, that you get with 4K, and the super high resolutions are phenomenal when you're going to like a movie theater and watching it that way with a a giant screen. I mean, the picture quality is incredible and, you know, translating it down to a a smaller TV, it's even more crisp. Um, But you are getting to the point in that regard where it's going to be hard to perceive a difference with your eye, depending on how far you are from your TV. If you're close to a 4k monitor and you're close to a 1080p monitor, the difference is night and day especially if you have a monitor on your computer and your computer gaming, things like that. Um, If you are a traditional console gamer, I would say, you know, where you have your big TV up in the living room, you're sitting on your couch 15 feet away. The difference is probably not going to be as noticeable between 1080p and 4K as, as a lot of people probably are thinking it will be. I mean, it will be clearer, but when you're sitting that far away from a screen, your eye is not going to be able to tell as much of a difference. So that's why when you go into like a Best Buy or a Walmart or something, they have those they have those displays set up. So you almost have to be close to the TV, and then it pops. You know, it's right. big, it's wow. Um, they know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's I mean it's it's a definite advancement. Um, but what 
what you were getting at um, to where you were wondering, you know, that's not how I see things in real life. You know, it doesn't quite look like it should in reality. That's where HDR comes into play. Um, it can come into play. It actually works both ways. But HDR, um, a lot of people might be familiar with it um, from their cameras. A lot of smartphones, a lot of current smartphones have HDR um, still photo cameras in them. Um, and how that works, HDR is high dynamic range. Um, basically, it's uh, the amount of gradation you have between your your brightest bright and your, uh, your darkest dark and everything in between. Um, a lot of people think HDR means, you know, it's going to be super bright. It's going to be ultra, um, ultra realistic, you know, hyper realistic, kind of like a Tim Burton movie <laughs> yeah. um, where everything's blown out Willy Wonka style. But um, it, it can be used that way, but it can also be used to give a more realistic picture. Um, HDR and still photos and stop me if I get too into this, <laughs> but HDR and still photos, you know, normally you have a picture that you take. And you look at it and you go, oh, that's overexposed. It's too washed out or it's too dark. And you can never get it the way you want it. When you take an HDR photo, what it does is it immediately takes um, just a snapshot of pictures across all exposures, basically. And then you can either choose which exposure you like or it can actually kind of put all those exposures in a layer on top of each other and kind of replicate how you see the image with your eyes. Because that's what our irises do. They um, expand and contract and, and create different exposures in our eyes so we can see, you know, the the nuances in, in, in shadows and things like that. And that's what HDR really tries to capture, at least in a still photo. Um, in video, it's similar. Um, it's kind of back to what, what I was talking about just a second ago with contrast. HDR in video gives you a lot better gradation uh, between your your brightest color and your darkest color. So you can see better in the shadows. You can see um, a wider color spectrum, basically. So closer to what your eye can actually see in real life. So what you were saying with, uh, you know, it's hyper-realistic. It doesn't look like how I would actually see it with my eyes. Um, HDR can actually make it much more realistic to, you know, to where the colors are, are very, very accurate to what you would see outside. Um, now you can go crazy with it and do the hyper realistic thing, like the Tim Burton thing. Um, there was a movie um, out a couple of years ago, it was a, a new take on Peter Pan, um, and that was filmed in HDR, and that's out on on Blu-ray and HDR, and like The Martian and uh, oh, that movie with the game that you loved. Why can't I think of it? Mad Max. That's in H HDR. Um, so those are hyper-realistic versions, and, and they can just go crazy with the colors and stuff using HDR. So I think that's where games are going to go on the Xbox, um, kind of the hyper-realistic, overblown, super stylish, which I think could really could really benefit and be kind of a new way to view games. I think that could actually be pretty cool. Okay. So my understanding with um, HDR is there's two different formats out there. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, there are, because nothing can be simple. <laughs> nothing simple. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the Xbox, Microsoft announced that the Xbox is going to support, um, there's two different formats, HDR10 and then Dolby Vision. Um, Microsoft said the Xbox One S will support HDR10, um, which is a smart move, I think, because that is the um, 
so far the more widely accepted format. I really hope this doesn't turn into a Blu-ray HD DVD thing, um, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> they're both similar. I mean, you're going to get a huge benefit from HDR10 or Dolby Vision. Um, just a quick overview: what what every HD TV has right now is is what they call eight bit color. Um, HDR10 is going to be 10-bit color, and then Dolby Vision is actually 12-bit color. So Dolby Vision is um, technically a higher-spec format, but it comes with some side effects as well. Um, but HDR10 is more widely supported, but that's where you're going to have to get super careful when, when you're going out to buy an HDTV. You want to make sure that it supports HDR10 and not... Dolby Vision, because some manufacturers support one, some manufacturers support the other, some support both, which is really cool. Um, LG does that with some of their TVs. Um, so you just want to make sure and look at the spec sheets really close, because they're not going to, they're not going to, at least from what I've seen so far, is they don't come out really and just say, like, on the box or at the store, they're going to say supports HDR10 or Dolby Vision. They're going to say, this is HDR, or it's ultra 4k pro or something like that uh, they're they're making it as confusing as possible really <laughs> so what's but, true hdr well they both are they're just two different attempts at it really um so I, if you want to get super technical um dolby vision is a higher spec hdr okay. but it's going to come down to are you really even going to be able to tell the difference with your eyes uh, it's gonna. It's from what I understand, it's super, super close. Um, I've seen both of them up close, and I can't tell the difference between the two. Um, Dolby Vision is higher spec, so it's you know I guess you would say more future proofed because it's higher spec. But it's I mean it's really hard to say. Both of them are a very big jump from what we have currently. So I think you're going to see good out of either one of them. Um, as far as manufacturers, and don't take my word for any of this, obviously do your research because every, I mean, even within manufacturers, uh, different TVs support different specs. But you see like your, your Sony, um, Panasonic, Samsung, um, those are the bin manufacturers that are behind HDR10, which is what Xbox supports. Um, LG is one that supports either Dolby Vision or both, depending on which model line within that you buy. Vizio seems to have swung pretty far towards um, the Dolby Vision. Um, I've heard some of their TVs are actually getting a software update later that's going to support HDR10, um, but I would be super hesitant to buy a TV um, with the promise that later on down the line it's going to get a software update because <laughs> they might say that and then change their mind and there's nothing you can do about it. But so, yeah, definitely look really close. Do your research because I think HDR10, like I said earlier, and we, we saw some video um, of uh, Forza Horizon 3 is going to be supporting HDR, which I think is going to look amazing with that game. Um, Gears of War is going to support HDR. I think there's a couple other ones that I'm forgetting, but I think it could be it could be a, actually a pretty big game changer in, in how games are displayed especially first-party games that are going to be able to really utilize it for the Xbox. So, um, I'm trying to think of anything else off the top of my head. Um, my opinion, I guess, on why 
Xbox or why Microsoft went with HDR10 over Dolby Vision was honestly probably to keep the price down. Um, with Dolby Vision, it's an actual extra piece of hardware. Um, it's an HDR or Dolby Vision decoder that's actually in the devices um, that will decode it where um, HDR10 is software-based. So that's why you see companies like Bizio saying they're going to do a software update to add HDR10. But unfortunately, it won't go the other way. So if you have a TV that's just HDR10, you won't ever get a software update in the future that'll give you Dolby, Dolby Vision because it's actually an actual piece of hardware you have to have in there for it to work. So I think that's why Microsoft went with HDR10 was to cut down licensing fees, extra things in the box to keep it super competitive. So, Cool. So... <clears throat> So this also, I think a lot of uh, Xbox gamers are in a quandary like myself. Um, I, I want the new box just because I want the new box, right? But right, um, that it's means white. It's pretty. It's. I actually like the black. I wish they had a black version of it because the white would stick out. Everything else right. in my my unit is black, so it would definitely stick out. But I had the 360 in white, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But um, Project Scorpio is coming out. Basically, roughly in a year, probably we'll see it. We'll probably see it November of 2017. They gave us a 2017 date, I would guess, uh, November. And I would expect this thing to be pretty darn expensive. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see anywhere between five to $800 on it, depending on what they package with it. Um, I'm kind of expecting a VR headset from Oculus possibly packaged in. Um, again, that's my guess. This is nothing confirmed or anything. So um, <laughs> I only say that because they, get, you know, we have uh, Microsoft has a partnership with Oculus, and Xbox One controllers are packaged in with Oculus headsets. So, um, and I'm expecting still that the the Scorpio will work with Oculus or the um, what is the other one? The HTC Vive. Yeah, the Vive. So because it sounds like it's going to work with both, um, which I think is awesome. But I expect a very premium price on that console. And the only difference it really seems to is that that's the one that's going to offer VR gaming um, and 4K gaming. So I guess the, the, the 4K gaming is going to be pretty much the, sa uh, the same. You just need to have a 4K TV, um, any kind. And then the, the VR won't matter because you'd have to have a VR headset to take advantage of that anyways. But do you think, so in your opinion, if VR gaming is not in, for me, I don't care about VR. I really don't. I don't like putting stuff on my, my head, and I don't even like 3D. I didn't buy into the 3D thing because I, I wear glasses. So <laughs> if I just want to play my console as is today, should I hold out for a Scorpio to get the capability of 4K gaming if I ever get a 4K TV or just go with the Xbox One S? No. <laughs> that is that's a tough question i mean because it's gonna it's gonna come down i mean i can speak with me personally but it's gonna come down to uh you know to where you're at to what your budget is to you know to to how you want to game how you want to experience it because i think there are a lot of people like you mark that are like you know 4k and eh, 3d and eh, vr and eh, i just want to play my games you know it gets to the point where do I really need all these extra features? I mean, if that's the only way it's going to be, then I guess sure. But do I want the cutting edge? Do I really need the cutting edge? And that's where the Xbox One S is I'm a pretty incredible option. Um, I think personally, I am, well, I have a, I have a day one 
uh, Xbox One that's starting to get angry at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, I'm I'm going to hold out as long as I can because I really want this Project Scorpio. I think that thing looks incredible. I don't have a 4K TV yet, but you know, in a year I might. Right. Um, so I like that. Um, I like the idea of 4K gaming because that's that's going to go above and beyond just 4K video. Because if you if you think about it, you know, video is, is filmed and then it's you know up converted or down converted to fit on you know whatever screen you have at your house. 4K gaming, there's a lot of extra that goes into that. At, at least if it's native 4K gaming, you're not just up resing you know from 1080 and and there you go if you're developing in 4k you're going to have you know higher polygon counts you're going to have actual more detail going into the development so i think you're going to get a big jump in the graphics again with with native 4k gaming so i think that's going to look pretty cool um vr i could take it or leave it i've i've only ever experienced google cardboard so i can't <laughs> I can't give an educated opinion on that, I guess. Um, but personally, I'm not super uh, super excited about it, I would say. Um, but I'm really hoping, like you said, Mark, I'm really hoping that Microsoft takes the approach of, okay, cool, um, we can do bundles with you know Oculus, but we have it set up. So you already have an Oculus, you already have an HTC Vive, cool. Both of those work with our box. I'm really hoping that way... Because you've seen, um, obviously they have a partnership with Oculus with shipping the Xbox controllers in there. But I, I've heard lots of rumors. I've never fact-checked it. But I, I guess they have a partnership with uh, HTC as well um, for the Vive technology. I know they're working in conjunction with them one way or another. So having a box that would be universal like that would be killer. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I, I know at E3 when they showed the Project Scorpio video. So was it uh, Bethesda's press conference, they showed or they talked about Fallout 4 VR on the Vive. And then, so so that wasn't on Oculus. You know, they just mentioned it being on Vive. And then in that Project Scorpio video, Todd Howard was talking about how the Xbox, or Project Scorpio, is true VR and allows them to do what they want, you know, VR the way they want. And it's like, okay, well... We, you just said, a, you know, an hour earlier, the day before, that you're only doing yours on the Vive. And we know Microsoft has a partnership with Oculus. So it's kind of like, to me, that was kind of the way of saying, yeah, it's going to work with both, which I think that's what we all want. Give us the option. People can have whichever one they want to go with, and it'll work with the Xbox. I think that'll be huge. And I really think that's good for VR going forward for this platform, as opposed to Sony, who says, you got to buy ours. And it only works with ours. It doesn't work on Absolutely. your PC. It doesn't work on your Xbox. You know, so I do think I think Microsoft was smart this time and said, "Let's stay out of it. We'll let the th- third-party people who can do a better job. We'll just partner with them." So I do hope that's what comes true. Right. Well, and you see Microsoft taking a lot of cues from their PC division too, and obviously their PC division is already open to both. Um, so it it makes sense you know with them unifying everything you know there's pros and cons to unifying you know if you talk to different gamers but um i think it's a smart approach and i think it would really help console sales if they supported both so here's hoping and i hope uh, i hope it's not over $600 yeah that's that's kind of my peak i'm really hoping it's not over 600 um and i know you answered in the twitch but we did get a question from gunny chief he said uh, do you have a recommendation for a tv brand for 4k hdr 
Yeah, um, I, I put on there Samsung or Sony. Um, both of those are really strong brands, really reliable TVs, um, especially when you're going 4K and you're going HDR, you're getting into the the mid to high range of their TVs. So even higher, you know, build quality, things like that. Um, I would also probably say Panasonic. Um, you don't see them around as much anymore, but they've become more of a high-end uh, TV brand. Um, I personally use a lot of Panasonics, and I really, really like them. Uh, they can be a li- little bit more spendy, a little bit harder to find in like your big box stores, but um, they're a really good TV. Um, and I'm, again, do your research, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they support HDR10 as well. So, awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate it, and I think uh, I know our community well for sure. That was uh, some well, good, good wealth of knowledge there, and I appreciate it. Awesome. So let's we'll jump in uh, to our community. Uh, you mentioned FNL. I apologize, there was no one around last week. Um, <laughs> I I will be on this Friday night, and uh, I leave it open to the community. Whatever you guys want to play, um, I will probably be on around eight p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So if anybody wants to, um, I could do the division. I could do some terrorist hunt. Um, I don't know if we got anything new coming out. Uh, I don't think so. Nothing that I'm going to be getting, but yeah, I don't think so. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. I jumped into terrorist hunt with uh, shout out to True Seventy Seven. I saw he's in the uh, in the chat there. We got on there and played for a while, and it was a blast. That game's incredible. So good. I I, I did play. When was it? I think a week or two ago. I did play Rainbow Six Vegas 2 on my Xbox oh, nice. One. And, oh, man, was that... <laughs> that was so bizarre to go back. <laughs> I don't know if it's... The game seemed really choppy. It was really kind of rough to play. Um, even the yeah. controls were tough, but it was it was so nice to do the lean again with the left trigger. You know, you go plant yourself, and then you can lean out. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just, just the way it... Now you have to like click in, and I never lean in in siege because it's either. so awkward. It, it just doesn't work right. I still think Vegas Two had the best system for leaning in a game. But, yeah, where it pulled out to third person. Yeah, yeah I thought that was really really nice. And you could blind shoot around a corner without sticking yourself out. Um, I was just like, oh, I loved it. I was doing that. I was like, oh yeah, you could do that. And oh, so much better. I, I wish they would have had that in siege. I think. If they would have put that one piece in Siege, this could have been the best terrorist hunt game ever. I mean, I, it's awesome. I love it as it is. It is great. They're missing that one piece. And it was so nice to go back and play that again. But, man, does that game look dated. <laughs> I was Doesn't like, it? wow. Now, now you know. It's like you really want to know. You're like, well, yeah, Siege looks okay. But go go back and play Rainbow Six Vegas 2, and you'll be like, dang. <laughs> I was on a map that we played all the time, and I'm like, this looks horrible, and I used to think it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, As janky as that game was, or is now, going back to it, um, I I know of two friends of mine that came over and played at my house that went out and bought Xboxes because of the original Rainbow Six Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's still, those are my two favorite. Uh, I loved the first Rainbow Six Vegas, and then the second one was just like, the first one on steroids with with all the additions and the ranking and all the different things they added to it it was just it was awesome i i maxed out my level and went to elite status eight and you know it's just 
my I got to do my custom camo, and I'm like, man, this is cool. I wish this was in Siege, you know? And yeah. So. When well, don't forget, you could put your face on the character. I don't know if you ever did that. <laughs> I did. I totally did that. It took like an hour to get it to work with that little awful. vision camera. It was like, what'd you have to do? Like the side? I think it was you had to take the front of your face and then the side. And I could never get, you know, with your side, you're kind of looking. Finally, I realized, okay, look, put the camera this way. But you had to turn so you could see the screen to make sure you were lined up right. But to get oh, it yeah. to process correctly, it took a lot of attempts to make it work. But Oh, yeah. Well, and I'm a red-faced Irish guy, too. So I had to get the, <laughs> I had to get the lighting just right so I didn't look like a freaking orange. <laughs> yeah. I was so, mine was so pale and it looked so bad. I ran with it for a little while and then I'm like, this just looks bad. So I just went with a default character face type of thing now, <laughs> but I did do that um, with that vision camera. So good times. Uh, we did not get, I don't believe I didn't, I didn't see any emails and we didn't get any voicemails. I think the guys did all that last week. Um, I know we had a winner of the gift card. I did send that out and got the confirmation back that he received it. Um, so appreciate your guys' voicemails. Please feel free to send a voicemail to us anytime. We really like to hear your comments. And, and if you just want to say hi or, you know, you got a comment or you got, you know, you want to say we're great or we suck, whatever, um, please do so. Uh, and just give us your gamer tag and so we know who, who's calling in. Um, and visit us at thisxboxlife.com for a list of all the shows and, our, and uh, access to the voicemail. You can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Um, you can reach, obviously, our Twitter at twitter.com forward slash this Xbox Life. And then, of course, Facebook is where all the community hangs out. Um, that's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Xbox Life. All right, so coming out retail this week, there's a bunch for Xbox One. We've got Dead Island Retro Revenge coming out tomorrow on the 1st. Um, on Tuesday, there's Batman, the Telltale Series Episode 1, Realm of Shadows. Uh, Battleship, which... I gotta look into this one. I don't know if this battleship. This might be one of those Hasbro, because um, Hasbro Family Game Night. I'm kind of thinking this might be part of that. I'll have to look that up. And then also Risk Urban Assault, again, could be part of the Hasbro Family Game Night package. I'll have to look. Um, Layers of Fear Inheritance is coming out on Tuesday, as well as Masterpiece Edition. Um, then something called Overcooked is coming out on Wednesday. And I believe this is, I thought I heard about this somewhere else. I apologize for getting the wrong game. But I think this is like cooperative cooking. <laughs> I think this <laughs> nice. is the one. I heard about this on another show, and I think this is the game they were talking about. It was like cooperative cooking. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? But that's available on Wednesday. And then on Friday, Cannon Brawl will be out. Um, on Tuesday for the Xbox 360, we've got the Batman the Telltale series as well. Episode 1 is available. Um, and then we went through the games with gold earlier. So the only thing I left out was Tron Evolution is still available until ooh, tonight, so 7.31. So your Tron Evolution uh, ends today as well. So other than that, if you want to purchase any of these great games, or oh, and I completely missed all the little things on the, oh, well. I didn't. I didn't put up any of the, the little boxes, but I will get the Amazon one up. <laughs> uh, you can help also support the show just by shopping at Amazon. 
um, using our affiliate link. You can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. It will take you to the Amazon website, uh, our affiliate page, and uh, use that every time you go to Amazon. And uh, it doesn't cost you guys any more to buy your stuff. You still get the low prices, but Amazon kicks us a little finder's fee or a little uh, a gift, if you will, for sending customers their way. So that's another great way to support the show and uh, doesn't take any money out of your pocket. So um, appreciate that. We do appreciate you guys supporting us. And then rate us on any of your uh, podcasting apps out there. And let people know about the show. Um, Chris, did you have any anything else you wanted to talk about or share? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. It was a um, lot of fun. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, thanks for all the info. Um, look for look for Christoph out there on uh, Xbox Live. Um, in, unless and I guarantee you will be buying Forza Three uh, Horizon Three, won't you? <laughs> so somebody, I didn't. I apologize. I didn't see who posted it in there. Somebody posted earlier on uh, asking if somebody else uh, pre-ordered Forza Horizon Three. Yeah, I uh, paid a hundred dollars for the Ultra version. <laughs> I am I'm hopeless in that series. So yeah, yeah, we'll be out there, and I guarantee you'll be at the top of the clan like you usually are. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an addict. I don't know what else to say. This is the guy to beat in forts. I'll tell you that right now. So uh, you'll there's see some him. other good ones in our crew too. There's some. Oh yeah, there's some really good ones. So and um, so awesome. Uh, appreciate everybody joining in and uh, checking us out. Please again tell your friends and family, and uh, even your PlayStation friends. They're welcome too. Um, I, with that, I will see you guys next week. I'm Mark, AK Wingman 709, taking off. You can say goodbye too. Oh, <laughs> goodbye too. See ya. <laughs>